Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Last Brain Cell with Deanna and Rosa. It's been a little while. Um, we had to take some time off because there were some big, big changes in our lives, both yeah. of us. So yeah. it's been a while since we've been together and been able to record, but we are back and ready to go. Let's do it. What are we doing today? We're going to do another segment of Am I the Asshole? So excited. <laughs> we had so much, like, what is the word I'm looking for? Feedback? Yeah, sure. I don't interaction? know. Interaction? I don't know. Interaction. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah, we had so much interaction on the last one we did, and we had fun doing it. So yeah. I figured, you know, we figured why not do it again. So Exactly. So yeah, we did our homework, and we have... Rosa actually <laughs> did homework this time. It wasn't just me. So this is both of us. <laughs> All right. Okay. So the first one. Am I the asshole for telling my sister she chose to have kids, and she has to deal with the consequences of that herself? So, I, 27 female, go out with my sister, 35 female, once every two or three months for lunch. That is both because we have, oh, she has three kids. There's an eight-year-old female, a five-year-old male, and a two-year-old female, and barely has time, and because I have very few days to myself, thanks to my residency. Throughout this whole lunch for the past few years, she has complained nonstop about how hard it is to have kids and be a mom. Nonstop. She talks about kids 100% of the time and complains. I was extra tired during our last lunch and I lashed out at her, saying that I don't remember anyone forcing her to have kids. And now that she had them, she should be a big girl and deal with the consequences of her actions and decisions. She got super mad called me judgmental as hell. Sorry, I didn't know what A-H, A-H meant for a second. <laughs> judgmental as hell who knew nothing about parenthood. I was like, exa- I was like, exactly. I'm taking one of the most challenging paths a person can take in my career, and I've never complained to my family about my shit. Not even a word because I chose it myself. She told me I was a horrible sister and an even worse aunt said she wanted nothing to do with an asshole like me. (laughs) These abbreviations are getting me. (laughs) Oh, gosh, there's more. Okay, um, so there was a few edits. So that was, like, the main deal. So she would say, basically, like, she would have a conversation before the lunch and be like, hey, can we, like, be more positive about this during the lunch? You know, so she tried that. She tried having um, more, like, conversations about it. Um, So, basically, it's like she finally just got really tired of it and, like, lashed out at her sister because that's all she wanted to talk about Mm -hmm. was her kids. Okay. So, the question is, am I the asshole for telling my sister that she is complaining too much? About her kids. About her kids? Basically. I think that's kind of a tough one because, I mean, I'm not a parent, but mm-hmm. I know that parenthood can be very stressful, especially when you have young kids, what was like eight, five and something? Eight, five and two. Eight, five and two. I mean, they're young. They're a handful at that age, you know? Is she doing yeah. this by herself? It doesn't say. Um, it doesn't say, and I think the sister that is, like, complaining is actually the younger sister mm. as well. Okay. Yeah, they are 
seven years apart. Seven years younger than? Yeah. Okay. So the, the mother is 35 and the younger sister is 27. So she's about Okay. So seven years is a pretty big age gap and mm-hmm. you're in very different times in your lives and you have different yeah. maturity levels. You know, I don't know. That's kind of a tough one. It is because, you know, being a mom, I feel like a lot of women lose their identity, you know, and become a mom. Like that is their identity now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can understand like your kids are your world. So you don't really have much else to talk about maybe. Yeah. But on the same hand, I also see it from the younger sister side because it's like – um I just want to spend time with my sister and all she can talk about are her kids. Yeah, I definitely see both sides of the story because, mm-hmm. you know, especially as a mom of three young kids, I, I mean, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when your life just sort of becomes revolved around your kids, that's kind of all you end up talking about. Yeah, especially with a young one, too. Like, they're, I mean, well, they're all young, so it's like they're very much like still at home and involved with the parents and everything, especially like the two-year-old and five-year-old, you know what I mean? I'm sure they're not doing much like school and sports and whatever else. So Mm -hmm. um, they're probably at home most of the time. Um, I don't know. I feel – I see both sides, but – I think she could have gone about it differently. I think she did kind of go an asshole way about it. Yeah. I think overall you're not an asshole, but the way you approached it came off as if you were an asshole. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't think she meant to be the asshole. I think she meant well. I think she meant it in the way that you said, I just want to hang out with my sister as sisters. Yeah. Not as a – Yeah. Yeah. And I think for the mom, I think she also – Needs to recognize that Mm. she has more of an identity than being a mom. But, I mean, she did say, I started by saying, let's keep all the negativity packed away for today. Um, I even said, let's talk about our adult issues, not the kids for a change. So she did try doing it the right way. Um, And she said that I had a conversation about it every time we had lunch in the past year. So she's said it multiple times. And I guess just the sister... Hasn't, well, hasn't it sounds really like listening. the sister needs help. It, yeah, it does definitely sound like she doesn't have an outlet to be yeah. able to talk about these things as and well. And maybe her sister is her safe space, you know, yeah. to complain about these things and to vent because, mm-hmm. you know, we all need that. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of a tough situation, but um, it's kind of one of those things where you don't really know unless you're physically in the situation. Yeah, you know? for sure. But I think overall – you're not, but you definitely could have handled it a little differently, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Oh, that is a tough one because I kind of see both sides. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that one. That one's a that's a sticky one for sure. But I mean, the edit says you know, she's tried to openly communicate mm-hmm. and be like, "Hey, all this complaining's kind of gotten to me. I want to hang out just as sisters and talk about other things other than children." Right. <laughs> Which right. I think is completely like understandable. Yeah, absolutely, I yeah. agree. But it's hard. It is hard. Those situations. Okay. So the next one says, am I the asshole for moving my alcoholic dad in with me to essentially drink himself to death? My siblings are understandably upset, but I've done very little to actually help since they've moved away. So obviously this is screwed up 
is a screwed up situation all around. My dad is 58 and a severe alcoholic. I'm 22. I have a half sister who's 45 and a full brother who's 24. They live in different states. I did not stay behind to care for my dad, but I have really only been his support system. He's been in and out of rehab. He's been arrested for public intoxication, public indecency, DUI well over 20 times and numerous other things that would probably break the rules to talk about them. This has been going on since for as long as I can remember. He is destitute, malnourished, and has advanced alcoholic-related dementia, which is worse when he doesn't drink. He can't work, drive, or care for himself in any meaningful way. I've been there for all of it while my siblings left a long time ago and have done nothing other than an occasional check. My sister arranged for him to be put in a long-term care facility, which she's not paying for. It's state-funded in a facility that's close to me. He was quote-unquote sober, but was caught several times stealing alcohol wipes to either suck on them. Um, I visited him twice, and it was like a horror show. I didn't realize places like this existed outside of the movies. During one of his coherent moments, he begged me to take him out. I told him the second he had access to alcohol, he'll be drinking again. He said he knew, but he's ready to, to die, and he's at peace with it. I talked it over with my husband, and we hired a specialist to examine my dad, and he said if he drinks... He has maybe six months left. We did a quick remodel on our house so my dad will have easy access to a bathroom, and we said we'll buy him a 30-pack of cheap beer a day so he can stay with us until he's gone. Yes, it sucks, but on one hand, he has his family. He's not covered in bedbugs. He's clean and has entertainment. He's not stealing to fund his habit, and he's not bobbing the public, and he won't get arrested. My siblings think that he was going to get better in the facility and think I've signed him up for death sentence. I told him that they're welcome to move him to a facility closer to them so they can be the ones to visit and see his his food covered in roaches and his baths being wiped down with chemicals. My sister said she can't because of her reputation as a real estate agent. <laughs> and my brother said that he doesn't want his kids to see their grandpa like that. Both ridiculous excuses, but they insist on being angry with me when I'm the one who's taken on the stress and the heartache of seeing this in person. To me, this allows a man who has made some terrible choices in his life the ability to at least not linger in some hellhole for the next 10 years and die as, a cra as crappy as he lived. But at least on his own terms. Am I the asshole? I don't think so. So there's a lot of points to this. For one, how did it say how old he was? 58. I mean, that's definitely young to die. However... It sounds like he's lived a pretty miserable life. Yeah. You know, and on top of that, she's the youngest. The youngest is the one taking care of mm -hmm. the father, correct? Mm -hmm. um, she's 22 years old. Right. And she seems to be a lot more mature than the other two. Yeah. Um, the other two kind of sound like they just want to keep him alive to just say that their dad's still alive. Yeah, I think that's sort of a selfish, like. Absolutely. I mean, they're not visiting him hardly. Like, you know, like she said in there that, like, you're not the ones that are seeing his food covered in roaches and him covered in bed bugs and, like, all these other things. Like, that's not any way to live. I would rather die, too, to be honest. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, and he doesn't want to live anymore. Uh, he seems – he even said he's at peace with just sort of drinking yeah. himself away. You know, which – is a really hard reality. Um, and he's also got vascular dementia from all the alcohol. Right. You know, so it's like... What kind of life is staying alive, that. you know? Yeah. Um, and she's willing to... Keep him clean. Him yep. a safe home 
where he's not bothering the public, where he's not going to get arrested, mm-hmm. where he can be clean, he'll have three score meals a day. Pretty much die happy. And, yeah. Which I, I don't – I mean, there's a lot of things wrong with that, yeah. quote-unquote. But Objectively, like, I think there is a lot wrong because you're saying, hey, live with me. I'm going to give you a 30-pack of beer a day. <laughs> right. So, so you can drink you can yourself die. to death. But the alternative is do you rot away in a facility? Right. And, I mean, at least, you know – She's giving him a safe way to do all of this, you know. Yeah. Um, I think it's really selfish for the siblings to say, hey, like, we don't want him to die, but we want you to take care of him and not let him drink again. Yeah. I mean, the excuse was, I have a reputation as a real estate that agent. That shit. <laughs> God and forbid. And what was the other one? Um, he... He doesn't want to see his dad like oh, that. Oh, he doesn't something? want his kids to see their grandpa like that. Oh, 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 oh. So the twenty-four-year-old doesn't want his kids to see his grandfather. Like, I, I, I mean, I get that, but on the same hand, like, so you just want to keep him alive just, just to, for the sake of being alive, like, right? Like that. That whole that's a really messed up situation. Yeah, but yeah, I think she's doing the right thing. I mean, I think the original poster is. I don't think he's an asshole or she's an asshole for having Yeah, I think the, she's put in a lot of effort. She said yeah. I remodeled my home so that he can be safe within our home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To be clean, to have three score meals a day. Right. Where and he's not being a public nuisance. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, getting yeah, arrested. He said that he had been arrested like 20 times or something. He said he's been arrested for public intoxication, public indecency, and DUIs well over 20 times. Yeah. And other numerous things that would probably break the Reddit rules. So I, th- I so, don't think you're the asshole. I don't think so either. But like, it's still kind of a fucked up situation. It really is. But either way, it's kind of fucked up. So it's like, which one is lesser of two less? evils? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. So yeah. I think she's unfortunately doing the right thing in this uh, situation. Yeah. Okay. So for the next, am I the asshole? Mm. Am I the asshole for not supporting my girlfriend financially? For context, I, 24 male, have been in a relationship with my first girlfriend, who's 29, for about a month now. I know her, I've known her roughly since the middle of April, and she has been struggling financially as she's currently without a job to take care of her mental health. While I've just finished my master's degree last year and now have a prestigious job that pays very well for my age. She told me today that she has no money left for the rest of the month and has asked me to lend her money so she can buy groceries And really has no other options left. I know that she tends to spend money on stuff that she wants instead of stuff that she needs, like clothing or cosmetics over food. She, as she has both showed me that since we've known each other, and she does not seem to take advice on that matter. So I felt uncomfortable just giving her money. So we agreed on a compromise that she suggested that we go shopping together and I'll just pay for the groceries. A few hours later, she calls me and says that, She talked to her friends about the situation and is now pissed at me that I treat her like a child who can't take care of herself. Real quote. Um, She also thinks that I'm an asshole because I force that on her and says I make her feel bad because I'm going on vacation soon, which I've worked a lot of overtime for the past few months and wanted to relax. So I booked a vacation before I knew how much she was struggling currently. She also tells me I don't understand how she feels and says that I don't know how the I don't know the real world as I live with my mother and that she knows that I'm actively searching for my own place to rent right now. So I want to know, am I the asshole in this situation? Okay. A few key points here. 
They've been together for a month? Yes. Okay. Um, he is 24. He's 24 and she is 29. 29. Yes. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so besides the reason why she needs money, um, they've she only been together. She is currently for- without a job to take care of her mental health. Well, I understand that. But they've only been together for a month. Mm-hmm. If I asked Ben after being together for a month, hey, can you support me and buy me food, buy me groceries? So that I can spend money on clothes and makeup. So that I can spend money on clothes and makeup. He would have left me. <laughs> He'd be like, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> but it's so crazy because he's 24. He just finished a master's degree. Congrats on that, by the way. And yeah, he still lives at home, but you're 24 years old. Have you seen the current climate of everything right now? Right, exactly. And it does say that he is trying to find his own place. To rent, yep. He's worked really hard to be able to go on this vacation that he wants to go on. Like, congrats to him. It sounds like you need to find a new girlfriend. Yeah, so you are not the asshole. Yeah, no, like that. I for mean, not supporting your girlfriend. I feel. I under, okay. I feel for her. Yes. Because it is very hard. And mental health is very important. But also, how can you feel okay asking that of him? Yeah. With only being together for a month. You know what I mean? Like there's. it's It would be boundaries. different like if you had gone through hardship together. Or even if you had been together for a couple of years or whatever and you're living together. Like, you know, there's been times where I couldn't afford some things and Ben had to pitch in and vice versa, you know. But we've also been together for four and a half years. You know, we're living together. Like, it it makes a lot more sense. Whereas they – a month? A month. It just blew the month. As soon as you said that, I already knew this was going to be crazy. I was like, I just can't. I can't imagine being together for a month and already asking. someone asking you, hey, can right, I have well, money? And, and okay, let me rephrase that because asking isn't the problem. I think the problem is that she's mad because she feels like he's treating her like a child. But I mean, she hasn't proven that she can be responsible otherwise. Right. right. When he's saying, I've seen her spending habits, she's literally choosing to buy clothes and makeup over food. Over food. That, that, that's the crazy part to me. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with asking for help, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I think he also made a good compromise. Like, I'll buy yes. groceries, but just come, come with, with me. me. Why is that? Like, I don't know. I feel like her just asking for money, like she's using him, for in sure. my opinion. Which really sucks because he sounds like he's, like, really trying to, like, better himself. And he's got a master's degree at 24. I don't even have an associate's degree and I'm 28. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> congrats to him. Yeah. <laughs> but so it was him asking the question? Yeah. He says, am I the asshole for not financially supporting my girlfriend? No, I don't think you are. I think, I, I think it was very mature of you to even make the compromise. Yeah. But also, you need a new girlfriend. Or none at all. (laughs) Whichever one. Just not her. I think he's a little confused because this is his first real girlfriend. Oh, it did say that. Yeah. It did say that. And he's trying to be a good boyfriend and 
And also, I mean, I feel like societal standards, it's like the man is the breadwinner, like yeah. And obviously, I don't really know how he grew up, but I'm sure he obviously feels very uncomfortable mm-hmm. in that situation when, you know. Because he feels like he should be saying yes and whatever else. He should but, be able to. Yeah. But also, like, I wonder what his mom thinks of this. Because it, it said that he, he still lives, lives at home, home right? Yeah. I wonder what his parents are thinking. Like, do they even like her? Have they met her? Mm. Probably not. They've been together for a, a month. A month, yeah. I, mm. That's a that's a that's a really big ask. Yeah, for it's not a fair month in. either. Yeah, and also like just personally, like I don't think I'd want to ever have to rely on someone financially. No, especially like someone you don't really know. Yeah, that well. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure she kind of went into this like, oh, he's got a master's degree and he's, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get his life together. And also, I can't imagine being with a 24 year old right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're just a year off from that. Well, I'm literally going to be 29 in a few months. So yeah. it's like, I can't imagine dating a Being with someone who's five years right now. younger than you. Well, I don't know. I feel like age isn't really a big deal. I don't think I've ever dated someone younger than me. You know their vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the norm, though. You know, yeah. females dating old, older. older. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he seems to be very mature for this. You know. Oh, absolutely. He does. Yeah. Good on him. Um, but I don't know. I just – poor guy. I hope he figures his life out. I'm going to have to see if there's an update. That would be really cool that. to see. Yeah. <laughs> I, see, I kind of wish, like, these had updates. Sometimes on Reddit they do. Like, you oh, just have to kind of stay on track of them. I never go back. Yeah, I don't go back either. I take screenshots and never, yeah. never look back. <laughs> okay. So, next up on – Am I the asshole? Okay. Let's hear it. All right, am I the asshole for freaking out when my wife locked our son out of the house at night after he drank alcohol? I, male 39, have a 16-year-old son with my wife, female 40. This incident happened a few days ago, and she's still mad at me. I was on a work trip, so my wife was at home with our son. When I got back, I found out that he had been hanging out with his friends, and they convinced him to drink some beer, and he got a little drunk. I'm not saying what he did was right, but him and I had a talk about it, and it's fine. The problem is that when he came home and my wife found out, she was furious and kicked him out and refused to let him back in until the morning. He was begging her to let him, but she wouldn't. When I found out, I was furious. Regardless of what he did, she made a slightly drunk teenager stay outside by himself at night. Something very bad could have happened to him. We had a huge argument over it. I asked her how the hell she thought that was okay. She just kept saying that it's our son's fault for drinking alcohol. My wife isn't really talking to me now, and my son isn't talking to his mom. I feel like I'm in the right, but maybe I'm not. Am I the asshole? No. So I have personal experience with this exact situation. Not exact, but kind of close um i have a cousin um that was he was he wasn't 16 i mean he was old enough to drink and i think he was like college years maybe um and he went out drinking one night came home um was very very drunk and actually passed out outside he wasn't locked out outside but he passed out out there and it was so cold that he died of hypothermia what yeah So 
just imagine, you know, to the father's point, like imagine what could have happened to him. I agree. Like 100% safety always comes first. You can be as angry as hell for your 16-year-old drinking underage or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I feel like as a mother, safety is going to – should be your number one concern. Mm -hmm. Bring the kid in. Make sure that he is safe. Hydrated. And hydrated. (laughs) And then talk about it in the morning. And Yeah. Put your feelings aside. Talk about it in the morning when you're more put together and when he's more put together. I just I, – I cannot imagine locking my 16-year-old outside just because he had a few drinks. It doesn't even say that he, he was, was, like, like belligerently wasted. Yeah. yeah. Like, he just – I mean, what 16-year-old doesn't drink a few beers with their friends? Right. You know what I mean? Like – and I want to know about her. Did she drink when she was underage? You know what I mean? Like, I have so many questions that aren't answered in this post particularly. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, he's absolutely right. There are so many things that could have happened to him outside if he was under the influence. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, you don't know what they're the outside And the 16-year-old kid wanted like to come home. Right. He came home. He came home safe. You know what I mean? It doesn't and I think say it would have been her job to make sure that he stays safe. Uh, that just... Mm, that doesn't sit right with me. No. And he's. it literally says he was begging her to let him in. Yeah. But she wouldn't. Can you that has it? to be like some kind of... Child abuse? Some Something. <laughs> Sounds like child abuse to me. Because he's still not of age. He's not. But like... When you're a teenager, you're not perfect. Yeah, you're going to do stupid shit. You're going to go drinking with your friends. Exactly. You're going to come home late, you know? Yeah, and I mean, it's not right, obviously, but, like, not to the point of locking him outside. Yeah. In the middle of the night. Also drunk. Like, you know, what if that same situation happened that happened to my cousin? Or, you know, something worse. Like, what if he threw up on himself and choked on it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like. There's so many things that could have gone wrong in this situation. Yeah. Wow. That sucks. Yeah. I I need to know what happens like after <laughs> <laughs> I told you screenshot and move on. I don't ever look back. <laughs> it does say it was posted 21 days ago. So And I, I feel like majority of parents can agree that safety should be your number one concern. And even if you are going to drink underage be safe about it do it within mm-hmm. your own home like yeah see well that's my parents they didn't care about me drinking as long as i did it like at home yeah, like where you could be safe safe and supervised right you know? i mean they didn't obviously let me get like belligerent but you know it's yeah. like, hey here you can taste this you mm-hmm. know what i mean like mm-hmm. just make sure that i know where you are and you are right. safe so exactly. if anything happens i can intervene not to say that I didn't go out drinking when I wasn't supposed to. Yeah. But, but still. still, they never locked me outside for a punishment. <laughs> it just blows my mind. Yeah. So next up, am I the asshole for checking my husband's dash cam footage on his car without his consent? I, 35 female, live with my husband, 37 male, and have a daughter, 7 female. My daughter and I recently went on a short trip out of state while my husband stayed as he had work and was supposed to look after our dog. 
On the last day of our trip, we got a call from my husband who was acting distraught and said that our dog Ellie had run away and he could not find her. He claimed that she just bolted away from him in the park into some bushes and can't find her. Our dog is quite small, a mini poodle mix and almost 13 years old. She's still active, but it's really unlike her to run away from us. And I was suspicious, but chose to believe my husband and me and my daughter were and grief did not want to blame him. When we came back home, he seemed surprisingly okay, unlike us. Ever since the pandemic, my husband started working from home, and he's always been annoyed at how much attention we gave Ellie and how, and hated how Ellie began to sit on our laps and his while he worked. A few days later, we got a call from Animal Rescue in a neighboring state quite far from us that she had been found. I picked, I picked, the f- picked up the phone, and it was on our landline, which we almost never use these days, but it was the contact on the microchip. I told my husband, and he just said, that's great, I'm so happy, but it felt kind of blunt and insincere. I said, it's strange that she got so far, and he responded that someone must have just stolen her and abandoned her. This made little sense to me as to why that would happen. When he was out drinking with his buddies, I copied the videos from his dash cam for the days that I was away and saw that he had indeed taken Ellie far out of state, clearly dropped her off in front of his car, thrown like a frisbee like an object into a field, yelled fetch, and drove off without her. I was livid and confronted him, and he just stupidly muttered how he dropped her off there so that she could find a farm and have a better life. And then the next day, got really angry at me for viewing his dash cam and called me and my daughter's assholes. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is not where I thought that was going. I know. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think she needs to leave As him. I was reading this, I was like, oh, this is not going where I thought it was going to go. Just to let y'all know, we have not read these. This is like the first time we're reading these. So like as we're reacting, it's like our actual reactions. Um, I I think she needs a divorce. I don't even know what to say to this one. That's insane. That is wild. I. So like, obviously she had this hunch that like something just wasn't right. And like, she was obviously getting really annoyed with the dog, which was weird because they've had him, had her for 13 years. Mm-hmm. I can understand older dogs being a lot. You know what I mean? Like I get that, but like on the same hand, like it said that he was getting jealous because she was laying in their lap or something. It says my husband started working from home and he's always been annoyed at how much attention we gave Ellie and hated how Ellie began to sit on our laps while he worked. That's no reason to throw the dog out a state away. I don't know. I just sort of feel like the husband just like sort of took a turn out of nowhere. Sounds like a narcissist. How old is he? He is 37. You're too. That's he literally took an opportunity while they were out of state good it's a good thing that she had that he had a dash cam i understand but like how are you gonna turn around and be like oh she just ran off i'm just dumbfounded so am i the asshole for checking my husband's dash cam footage on his car without his consent no 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 <laughs> At this point, because, like, well, dash cam footage is for safety. Right. And and I don't think it was, like, she wasn't necessarily invading his privacy because 
she had a pretty good hunch and it was the safety of the dog at this point. Right. Like we need to know what happened to the dog. You're right. acting kind of funky mm-hmm. and you're saying this dog is now found way far out out of nowhere. Right. I think it's totally I don't like, think you're an asshole. No. Like I understand like where you might feel a little bit weird about going through the dash cam footage, but like Good if for you're you for in, doing if it's involving it. I my dog, my pet is my family. Yeah. Okay. If it is a family member's safety concern, we're going to go through it. If my husband threw out Kilo, I'm going to murder somebody. You're out. Kilo. Kick guy. You're you're done. You're done. Take you and your car. Get out. Absolutely <sighs> not. So he said I was livid and confronted him and he just stupidly muttered how he dropped her there so that she could find a farm and have a better life. But like if he like took her to a farm and like I would I don't even know if that would make a difference. But like you literally well, he also lied her. Yeah. You literally can't, that remind have you ever seen Fox and the Hound? Yes. Do you remember whenever the old lady put the fox down and like she like drives off? Yep. That is one of the saddest I know. scenes I have ever seen in my entire life. And that's exactly what he did. He literally threw a frisbee, said fetch, and then got in the car and like drove off. Can you imagine how that dog felt? I, I can't. I would never be able to do something like that. I'm probably going to cry about this when I'm trying to go to bed. I'm going to like sit <laughs> gonna in bed. going to think about it. Yes. And I'm going to think about that poor dog. I know. Because fuck that Because I'm man. pretty sure the dog is like. What, what happened? What happened? I got the frisbee. Yeah. I was going to bring it back to you. <laughs> just heartbreaking. <laughs> I just hurts. Oh, my God. Oh, gosh. And then he has the audacity to want to lie about it, saying that she ran off in the park. And then gets mad at her and then- for checking the dash cam. <laughs> Bro, you just threw away a 13-year-old dog. She's probably going to die soon anyway. I know. <sighs> That's frustrating. It says, on the last day of our trip, we got a call from my husband who was acting distraught and said that Ellie had run away and couldn't find her. She already knew something was off because she said that he, she wouldn't have done that. Like, that's not like her to run off. Yeah. Also, a 13-year-old poodle... You're not going to get that poodle? far. <laughs> right. Like, how fast is she running that you can't catch her? Animal rescue in a neighboring state. He drove far. He drove real far to get rid of that dog. She needs to get I can't, out of there. I, that is bad. I, I have no words. I don't even know what else to say to that. I'm heartbroken. I'm right. <laughs> like, oh my God. <sighs> she needs to leave that man. I just. But that also. Poor kid. She has what? A seven year old daughter? Seven year old daughter. Yeah. Can you imagine? I hope that wife didn't tell her what her dad did. But also how dumb do you have to be if you know that you have a dash cam? <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I am, like, not, like... He's a man, though. <laughs> They're not the smartest. Okay. Moving on from that last one. That one was a little bad. 
Um, am I the asshole for telling my son he can't stay with me when I found out why his wife kicked him out? My daughter-in-law is pregnant with my first grandchild. She is suffering from... Oh, God. It's a medical term. I should know this one. <laughs> Placenta previa. I just had to sound it out. Um, for those of you that don't know what that is, that um, is when the placenta... There's two of them. Two different types. So is the placenta over the uter- uterus hole? Cervix? Yeah, that one. <laughs> I think so. I am a great EMT, guys. I'm so sorry. Just medical terminology is just really hard. Okay. Placenta previa is whenever the placenta itself is covering up the cervix. So basically, whenever it's time for her to give birth, they have to do a C-section, right? Because it'll be in the way. (laughs) Okay. Which is, you know, very... I hope I'm saying that right. I hope that's the right one. Because the other one is. I don't remember. Look it up. Okay. She's on bed rest. (laughs) It would be dangerous. (laughs) I think we have to start this one over. No, I can do this. <laughs> I'm just going to start the whole thing over. Okay. My daughter-in-law is pregnant with my first grandchild. She is suffering from placenta previa. She is on bed rest. It would be dangerous for her to have sex. So my asshole son decided that he should cheat. She found out and kicked him out of the house. He came to stay with us because she is having crazy pregnancy hormones. Every time he called her, they would fight. After a couple of days, we told him to go see if she calmed down. Her mom is staying with them, so we aren't worried about her. My wife called her to check in on her and found out the truth. I was very upset. When he got home from work, I told him he needed to get out of my house. He wasn't someone I wanted to associate with at the moment, and it would be best if he wasn't near me. My wife tried to say that I was being too hard on him, that I should just give them a chance to work things out. I can't even look at him. I don't want such a stupid boy in my house. My wife and I are still fighting about it, but I am willing to die on this hill. So she has placenta previa, mm-hmm. and that very limits how they have sex. Right. And so he says, well, I can't have sex with her. So I'm going to go have go sex with someone, someone else. else. Mm-hmm. And I dad wish- is like, you're a fucking idiot. Right. I wish it said how long she's been pregnant and how old everybody is. Yeah, it seems like we're missing a lot of information. We are. Um, But I don't think it really matters at this point either. No, because the the pertinent information is there for sure. Um, (laughs) I would probably die on that hill too, though. Absolutely. Just the the mother of your children Mm -hmm. 
is going through a very complicated pregnancy. Mm-hmm. She's going through it. And they're married. So they're it's married. Not like they're really young. You're and- legally bound to each other. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, well, I'm just going to go have sex with someone else because, because she can't. I can't keep it in my pants. I'm, I'm kind of with the dad on here, like with this. I, yeah, I am too. I would die on that hill too. Yeah. Because like, I mean, good for you for like actually being a man and like sticking up for your daughter-in-law in this situation. Like, yeah. I mean, it sucks that it's not your like biological child and you are kind of going against your biological child, but also like he's in the wrong. He's so in the wrong. Yeah. Like, and that needed to be like conversation that they needed to have together and not to mention the um the cheater says she was having crazy pregnancy hormones didn't even tell his parents like what actually happened your son is the asshole for sure yeah i don't think you're an asshole at all i don't think we had any assholes in this one i don't think we did maybe next time we can do like all assholes only assholes Oh, I like that. Assholes only. Yes, yes, yes. That'll be awesome. Um, all right, guys. So we've – this was a semi-long one, I guess. Not too, yeah. too long. but We definitely had a lot more mm-hmm. to read here. Yeah. Today. We had a lot more scenarios that we went through. Yeah. But Some of them were wild. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm seriously going to go cry later about that About the dog. dog? Oh, my God. That was probably the worst one. I'm just I don't even remember about the dog. I'm just like, the dog's like, I don't even remember what the other ones were Where? at this point. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, but we had a fun time doing this. I really enjoy doing the Am I the Asshole? Yeah. I mean, it is just so crazy to see, like, what people go through. And how crazy some people are. And, yeah, how insane some people can be. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, all right. Well, thank you for joining us on – what are we? The last brain cell. I almost said, am I the asshole? Like, like <laughs> that's our new name now. <laughs> also, it's been so long. It really has. This this almost feels a little foreign. Yes. Yeah. Because it's been so long. Yeah, I mean, we've kind of been through some a lot. changes. <laughs> a also, lot. Um, the new background. We have a new uh, studio, as my boyfriend mm-hmm. would like to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and new lighting. We love the lighting over here much better than the last one yeah but anyways thank you for joining us on the last brain cell yes um like comment share subscribe share the love and we shall see you next time on the last brain cell